Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down episode three of the MCU series, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Episode three, titled The People vs. Emil Blonsky. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcasts on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, that is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, oh Devin, it, it feels like we <laughs> feels like we haven't talked in forever. It's you know, there, there's so many TV shows going gone on right now. But uh, how, how have you been, man? What have you been watching? We're getting to a point where there's going to be too many shows at once because of just all these releases coming out all at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with you there, man. It's super crazy because, I mean, what? Right now, we have She-Hulk, which we're, of course, covering today. Uh, House of the Dragons, that's out. Uh, by the time this is out, Lord of the Rings will start. And later on in September, we have Andor. And and we also have Abbott Elementary uh, Season 2. Rick and Morty starts this Sunday. That's dude. Like I said before, it is such a golden age for television. It is like fantastic. I absolutely love it. But uh, we are a little pressed for time here today, ladies and gentlemen. Can't stick around too long. So um, we're going to just get straight into our She-Hulk Attorney at Law review. That's for episode three. So Devin, are you ready to jump on in? Oh, yeah. Breaking out around parole. <laughs> it's time to hulk out <laughs> break out with uh with wong <laughs> going a little mini vacation <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back after this introduction to she hulk attorney at law episode three you said to my face that you never turn into the abomination anymore no i said i choose not to uh, you know these were extenuating circumstances you understand that this constitutes another crime and totally destroys your chances at parole? Well, no, because I was forced to leave my cell, but I returned of my own free will. Who forced you to escape this insanely high security prison undetected? A sorcerer supreme of the mystic arts, and his name is... Wong, just... Wong and his internet presence is a little chaotic. He's either a sorcerer who lives in New York or a librarian who lives in Nepal. Can you get to him? Yes, Jen, it's me. Of course I can get to him. I sent a thirst trap. It was a picture of me with a bunch of books. Let's just hope that he calls back. You know, if Blonsky's telling the truth, this guy busted him out of his prison cell and probably ruined my entire case. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our She-Hulk Attorney at Law episode three review. Again, this is titled The People versus Emil Blonsky. The way this is going to go down for you guys, we're going to give our initial reactions for you guys. We're going to get to a little bit of spoilers if we have the time. We're going to talk about some nice little post credit scene action, and then we'll just give our final thoughts. Again, we're not giving our review for each um, episode, we are waiting for that series uh, finale or 
season finale, I should say, but it might be series finale since a lot of these MC shows are one-offs, but I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial reactions to episode three of She-Hulk. I think this was another another great entry here. Um, the, the laughs keep on coming. You can definitely just tell that the writing staff is is going all in on on the humor here and really trying to nail that down. And it's it's definitely working so far. Very entertaining episode. Uh, a lot of people are saying the best so far, and I think I might have to agree. It seems to be hitting its stride, starting at this episode number three. And it seems like moving forward, this is, could kind of be like the the feeling and the setting of what the show is moving forward. Uh, the the law, just taking different clients, just going forward and having fun with it. It's it's what the show is, and it's a great time. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, and especially with this episode. Um, you know, we keep getting those uh, fourth wall breaks uh, as far as my initial reactions goes, and it just continues to amaze me how much fun they're having with these series. Um, especially with She-Hulk. I know, you know, this is a lot of people who aren't really vibing with it and that's okay. Not every single MCU show or every TV show or every episode of a certain show is going to be your cup of tea. Um, I do agree, agree with Devin when it comes to, you know, just having fun and just, this is probably the best episode we've gotten because we actually got to see Jennifer Walters in her element uh, when it came to, you know, her being this um, this high priority lawyer. And we kind of got actually two um, court cases this episode, one more in the series note with with uh, Jennifer Walters and Emil Blonsky and then uh, her co-worker with the shape shifting as guardian. So I thought that was so good. That was hilarious. Like it, it was just the. It, it, it was it was a pinnacle. Definitely a few uh, nice little cameos here and there. You know, Marvel loves her cameos. But I, I <laughs> there was a specific scene where she's like, hey, you know, there's all these cameos. But like, let's not forget whose show this actually is. And she's just listing off. Like, OK, fine. We had Bruce. OK, yeah, we also had Wong. Yeah, that's right. We have Abomination. <laughs> but it, it's my show. Yeah. Like, I love how she actually went through that. And there's a lot of, I mean, just within this episode, there's just a lot of things that, you know, it it goes back to the whole, you know, art imitates life because, man, oh, man, did they hit a lot of things on the nose here, uh, especially with the uh, the social media engagement uh, portion of this uh, episode. But, yeah, overall, I think it's just a great show. Um, We really get to see, you know, Jennifer Walters in her element, like I said before. And it just has that has that shine like it just it has that subtle com- comedic effect to it. It's not like, oh, my gosh, can you believe what they just said? This is so funny. But I mean, I made a few chuckles here or there. It's not the, the laugh track sitcom, but it is it's it's something different. It feels like a serialized show and it feels like we're going to get more cases with Jennifer Walters um, as the show goes on, because this is kind of her facing her, um, like the trials and tribulations of just, you know, her being a woman in this work environment and what that looks like. And that's all, that's all I wanted from this series. Like you get uh, cases for her to go through with different weird, crazy MCU elements and it's lighthearted and it's just, she, she breaks the fourth wall and it's, it's all about pop culture and that's just what the character is. I mean, it's, you know, not every MCU show needs to have, um, you know, trauma 
behind their character and you know what defines them like this is like like i said before she said this is a fun lawyer show like a superhero lawyer show like that's all it is like we get a little bit of action towards the end i thought somebody was going to pop up during that part but i guess i was wrong uh which is totally fine but you know i think it was a great episode overall but um uh Devin, are you ready to get into our spoiler section? Our, our spoiler yeah, yeah there's section. not much to spoiler. Just kind of one major cameo that was already spoiled <laughs> during the week from many publications. And well, did Marvel spoil it themselves, or was that because Marvel has spoiled things themselves? It was so definitely was the publications it? first. Like, okay, okay, yeah, and that is the one thing. I mean, we see Marvel kind of like you know. They, they kind of tell us some of the cameos beforehand, and I kind of talked about that in one of the previous uh, Shialk episodes. I think it was episode two, but uh, really quick before I say anything else. That is your first spoiler warning for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, episode three, again. That is your second spoiler warning for She-Hulk, episode three. So if you haven't seen it, turn back now. But yeah, uh, the Megan the Stallion thing kind of just like surfaced and i was like well now i mean it's not that it put a damper on the episode because i thought her scenes were really great it's just it would have been nice to not know because i've seen a lot of like um verified twitter accounts out there especially for spider-man uh the old yeah uh the spider-man um into the spider-verse or the the new movie that's coming up or across the spider-verse part one like they were just like, oh, like so and so is gonna be is gonna make an appearance. X, Y, and Z, Spider Man's gonna be. I'm like, can we can we stop? Like, I you're taking literally all the fun out of seeing this movie. Like, I just want to go watch it, be surprised, and talk about it after. Is that is that too much to ask for? Quite quite the surprise this was. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I thought she did a great job. You know, it's usually I have like an issue with like music talent being in shows but hey i mean ed sheeran came into game of thrones and he killed it he was only on screen for like maybe 20 seconds <laughs> i guess i guess we should actually mention who it is uh megan the stallion as megan the stallion yeah yeah i expected her to be some kind of random character i didn't, actually didn't expect her to be playing herself but i think that worked out great i think i think it did because it's i mean much like you know i mean star wars is a thing within the mcu as we learned with miss marvel as it being a pop culture type of deal so it it makes sense that we would have you know real world celebrities like real world grammy uh winning artists in this world as well so it's it's kind of a blend so it's it's meant to mirror our own world and i i think that's great have you yet to see an iphone pop up but i mean eh, it is what it is. they use lo- those like generic phones but with iphone it's different did you read that article what um ryan johnson had said about iphones being in like the film industry like you have to pay for the rights well, not only that, but he was saying that um, only um, nine, like only good characters, as in like the non-bad characters, can use um, Apple products. It was very weird, but the, I, I'll have to send it to you. But I'm not, I'm like not even joking. So, uh, <laughs> but, so Dennis Dennis Pukowski cannot have an iPhone from this series. I mean, he was. Uh, <laughs> that that was the uh the the paralegal right where he, he had the the shape-shifting uh as a guardian yeah he got he got fooled into thinking megan the stallion was interested in him 
I don't think he's like necessarily like an evil character, but he really is something else. It's he's definitely the the guy who went through law school just to get like all the you know all, all the ladies. Perhaps perhaps one of my one of my favorite uh, fourth wall breaks we've gotten so far is when I actually didn't know this character's name, but his name is Pug. Apparently, um, mm. Pug and Nikki interact at the bar, and then she goes, "A and B plot lines connecting." Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> the fog comes up. He's like, he's like, I cannot stand that guy. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I I really like how they're able to do these these subtle and, and they're not like in your face like wall breaks. Like I mean, they are, but they aren't because some of them feel very subtle. Like obviously the one when Jen's in the car and she's like, hey, you know, like this isn't one of those like cameo whatever whatever shows, even though. Yeah, like you're going to have cameos within a Marvel cinematic property at this point because it's like it's kind of hard not to unless they're I don't know. I guess this depends on where it takes place within the MCU timeline. Like having Wong there makes total sense because we did see him fight with Abomination during um, Shang-Chi. So, yeah, you know, it, it, it makes sense for the most part. But did you have anything else you wanted to mention before we uh, skedaddle out of here, I mean the uh, the postcard scene had had a bit of a, a Twitter meltdown here. Just people not knowing what to do with a twerking She Hulk, twerking Megan V. Stallion, and twerking She Hulk just all together. People were losing their minds. Um, I remember when Mama's geeky. I think she's watched the first four episodes so far. Um, during her reaction, she said, "Yeah, it, this is definitely not like a kids kids like." mcu show which obviously this is more for adults you know we we see at some point you know jennifer walters does go on to uh the tinder and the hinge and all that stuff so i'm i'm very this feels very adult it feels like an adult comedy show but it's not like super raunchy because i don't think it needs to be super raunchy like yeah you're gonna have adult themes like obviously like you just said megan v stallion and um she hawk aka jennifer walters were twerking and it's like it's just like lighthearted, like adult fun. Like they're not going to go super deep with it. I don't think they could if they even wanted to, but yeah, it's, it's all good fun. And that's all I can really ask from the show. And I also wanted to add that, that anytime Wong is in anything, it just gets better. Like <laughs> Wong's just the best. Like he's never failed. When, it, when is he on the screen? And you're like, Oh, it's Wong again. No, you're excited because it's Wong. Him being in this episode really played to like his comedic strengths. And it wasn't just a cameo just to be a cameo. It all tied together back to Shang-Chi. Right. Like it wasn't just, oh, look who it is. Like, I am very curious. I mean, we already know that a certain um, character pops up. I don't want to say anything until it actually happens. But I'm curious to see how they're going to um, incorporate that character into this. Because, again, it's something we already know. So now we're just waiting for it instead of. Yeah, I mean, it just all the cameos that we know of so far are, are ones that just they all make sense. None of them are being forced onto the show to try to bring views or something. It's not like Spider-Man is just kind of, you know, Peter Parker is going to randomly show up and like, look, you got to watch the show. Peter makes an appearance at some point or I mean, kind of how they did with Hawkeye. But they had told us ages ago that Yelena was going to be. And Hawkeye. I wish kind of would have got that at secret because, I mean, clearly that, that was one of the big takeaways from that show. 
But yeah, overall, I'm just as far as my final thoughts goes, I'm I'm enjoying the ride, you know, like it's it's been great so far. You know, we don't have that FOMO, you know, not FOMO, but fear of you know, oh, like we're hitting the halfway mark, you know, like if this is a normal Disney show, we would only have three more episodes left, but we have six more episodes left. And I think that was a right decision for this type of show, you know, to give, you know, these um, these characters room to breathe a little bit. Granted, you know, these, these episodes are around like 30 to 35 minutes, but heck, man, I'm not complaining, to be completely honest. I wish sometimes... Some shows would go the uh, 30 to 35 minute uh, mark. I've been watching Cobra Kai and I'm like, wow, you know, it's it it still works. You know, you can go like maybe 35, maybe 40 minutes pushing it. But, you know, depending on how popular the show is, I don't know. It, it just depends on how everything's edited. But yeah, overall, I'm really enjoying She-Hulk. And I think episode three is uh, hits the mark for me. Yeah, it really got the job done for me. Um couple couple laughs here and there and I like I like how they're setting up the the formula for things moving forward for this this show just we know what to expect it's just gonna be a fun lawyer show and also some uh, some theory time the thunderbolts are starting to shape up real nicely now that abomination is free it's all coming together theory time theory time theory time <laughs> heavy spoilers makes great great videos yeah but yeah i'm yeah for the thunderbolts yeah that is true he is uh blonsky is free after that nice little trial that they had um but yeah overall just a great great episode so so that pretty much concludes our review of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 3. Again, it's a streaming on Disney+, Plus. so if you haven't caught up, you know, haven't watched Episode 1, 2, or 3, you can breeze through them so easily. Doesn't require a lot of attention, attention to detail. I mean, there can be if you want there to be, like if you're purposely looking for Easter eggs. But overall, yeah. Just go watch it. It's a grand, grand old time. And really quick, ladies and gentlemen, if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please consider subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, uh, what's coming up? We got some Hot D, aka House of the Dragon, episode three, baby, coming up. We're going to be dropping that on uh, September 2nd. Um, along with this, so we're actually going to have a double feature Friday for you guys. Um, because yeah, <laughs> it's been kind of crazy on our side, but you know, we're, we're, we're covering these two shows. Um, feels like we've kind of put movies on the back burner, but honestly, there's just so much coming out right now and it's, it, we can't cover everything, unfortunately, but we try to cover, um, something for you guys. So definitely check out our, uh, house of the dragon episode one and two that are out on the uh, podcast. So those, those are spoiler free and episode three moving onward for house of the dragon will also be spoiler free. And you can take a crack at our orphan first kill review that is out and our avatar, the last airbender book Two earth series revisited. I was joined by a few uh, amazing guests for that episode. So that is also available on podcast platforms around the internet. So with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day. We'll see you guys next time. 
And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.